I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. It's Halloween season, and we've got plenty of tricks and treats to go around. If you don't believe us, just ask our dear friend, the Crypt Keeper. The closest thing to dead air you'll find on the scare waves. <laughs> there we go, man. First time yeah. breaking that out. The sad thing I is I like it. The sad thing is I can't uh can't let it play out like something like the last few weeks we've been letting it play for like two minutes <laughs> as we've been talking. Can't do it. But uh, I know it's a little early. It's a couple days before the beginning of October, but it felt right to break that out since, you know, we're in we're in Halloween season now. So Halloween season. It felt right. So as the seasonally relevant intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris. And as always, every week, without fail, we are your favorite podcasts, favorite podcast, the highest rated TN2M show on the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network for a reason. We are your friends with benefits, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm good. doing good. good. That's what I like to hear. You, uh, you're in full October spooky season mode. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, still putting up the the finishing touches on the uh, on the the October watch list. Uh oh. Uh oh, I heard that. Dude, I mean I can't even lie. This is just like I went old school. This is just like a Narragansett logger. Okay. If it's good enough for Quint, it's good enough for me. That's you know, can't argue with that. Uh next week when we because uh, I think next week we'll we'll do our uh watch list. We'll compare our October watch lists. Okay. Um and I will, it'll be a sad time for me because while every, everybody's out with their, you know, special Halloween time drinks and snacks and all that stuff, I'm going to have to say goodbye because I have one Pepsi Blue left. It's so hot. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I, 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 the, the week of the 4th of July, 
you know, I took a cross country trip to find the last remaining Pepsi blue bottles that I possibly could. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I came back with 19. Actually, I came back with 20. I came back with 26. I take that back. I came back with 26 bottles of Pepsi blue at that time. And I'm down to one. And I, I, I was going to have it over the weekend. And then I was like, no, I'll save it for an on-air farewell. So here we are. <laughs> Next week, it'll be it. Uh, the other thing is uh, with with special... You know I'm a sucker for gimmick sodas. Uh, uh-huh. I tried the, uh, the, the, new, the new Mountain Dew Halloween, that, the mystery flavor. Yeah. And my only issue with it, if you look at the nutritional facts... The only okay. thing the only thing that concerns me is in every twenty ounce bottle it's like one hundred and seventy six percent of your daily sugar. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's it's either one seventy six or one forty six. Like it's so much sugar. And so like I can't. I had one, I can't I can't do it. Like it's just it's so bad. Like like the, the drink itself is good. It's like gummy worm I think it's like gummy worms. Like it's a very it's 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 very sweet, obviously, because it's it's like mostly sugar. Uh, but I I just happened to see the the nutrition label, and I was just like, nope, this is a one and done for me. I can't do it. So, unfortunately, it is what it is. And uh, but while we're at it, I almost forgot. We got to check the stream. The stream. It's about as blue as that bottle of Pepsi Blue that I still have left in the fridge. <laughs> that thing is is super clear and blue and looks just like a stream should. Probably a little too blue. It might be a little too blue. I don't know that I've ever seen that color blue in the wild, so we might yeah. have a problem. Going to see, like, from The Simpsons, we have one of those, like, three-eyed fish jumping in the stream at some point but hey what do you call a fish with no eyes oh no what do you call a fish with no eyes oh my god (laughs) where's the boo where's the boo sound effect no i don't want that one (laughs) shit that was the wrong button to pick Uh, that was the right button no not that one Uh, no everything else is applause no i don't i'm not going to applaud that um which reminds me also, uh, if you have a, we, we always have the ongoing uh, promotion where if you have a joke you want to tell uh, and you make us laugh, you win, you win a uh, prize pack of promo items. But if you don't make us laugh, uh, we give out your phone number on the podcast. So it's a gamble. You got to feel like you're, you're willing story. to gamble. But uh, it, it, it can be fun. It can be fun. But as you know... Before we get too far into our spooky season discussion tonight, coming up in about three-ish weeks, a little over three weeks. Uh, in his- Three weeks from Friday? Yeah, coming right up, a little over three weeks. Uh, historic downtown Lexington, Kentucky. 
uh, here's I, I also I have a question uh, that I if I can pull up the the page I kind of want to play the game because it's it's kind of fun uh, where we will be at uh, the the Scarefest October twenty second through the twenty fourth. Uh, probably more just like the twenty second and twenty third. Yeah, uh, at the Central Bank Center. You can get your tickets, full ticket information at thescarefest.com. We will be there doing some live videos. We'll be recording an episode that we will then post. Uh, we'll be posting a ton of pictures and stuff, all of that. So that's going to be real fun. Uh, Bruce Campbell, Ted Ramey, Bill Mosley, uh, Linnea Quigley, uh, Kane Hodder, our friend, uh, will be there. PJ Souls from Halloween. Um, you know, there's, there's a ton of people. I had a great idea and it's not going to end up being able to work and it bums me out a little bit, but it's okay because I was going to get a friends with benefits. Like we found a new friend with benefits picture. Uh, and, uh, but unfortunately, uh, Jenna Jameson canceled (laughs) because to me, the joke of Jenna Jameson being a friend with benefits for us uh is uh, like i like that joke um and i was i was ready i was like here we go this is going to be great and then they were like she canceled and i was like well shit she went ahead and ruined that joke because then i was like oh even if she canceled like later to the point where like they would have put the banner up we could have taken a picture of us like in front of the banner and then like yeah. we're waiting to meet our newest friend with benefits and then she never shows up and we're like oh she, she must have known we were coming uh, we could have made a joke out of that, but no, like she canceled early enough that they won't even print a banner for her or anything like that. But I, I was like, how great would that have been is, you know, if we had Jenna Jameson as a friend with benefits uh, with our show. But unfortunately, yeah, that'd be amazing. Unfortunately, the best laid plans often gone awry. So. Uh, not not going to be able to happen. But they did something interesting where uh, you can go to, if you go to thescarefest.com, they have autograph prices, uh, which is nice because you can know how much, you know, it will cost to meet some of these celebrities and get a photo uh, or an autograph or a combo. Um, Nice. And what's interesting is, uh, according to the website, though, I find it interesting that Kane Hodder charges more for an autograph than Bruce Campbell. How much is Bruce charging? Fifty is according to the website. It says fifty dollars. Which you know, I'm 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 debating. I'm like I could have him sign a pop vinyl. Like I've got a I've got an Ash pop vinyl. Like I could have him sign that. That would be fun. Um, Kane Hodder charging over sixty or over fifty bucks. Yeah, he's charging. According to the website, he's charging sixty or eighty for a photo autograph combo. He does know he's just Kane Hodder, right? <laughs> Dude, he was. You got to be nice to him. He uh, he uh, he's he's a dear friend of the show. He was on our Halloween show last year. So. Uh, dear friend of the show, uh, now that we no longer have heat, I can call him. Uh, we, uh, I'm just saying your words, not mine. 
<laughs> that when you say he realizes he's just Kane Hodder. Um, I, I'll, I'll call him a dick to his face, but I won't say you realize you're just Kane Hodder, right? I won't say that to his face. I mean, I don't think I'd say it to his face, but I'll say it here. <laughs> Behind the microphone. Yeah, so you can go to thescarefest.com and you can see uh, there the entire guest list. You can go to the website uh, uh, and you can see what they charge uh, for autographs, for photo ops, that type of stuff, uh, which is nice. Uh, I wish more conventions did that uh, so that you can kind of get an idea of your spending, uh, potential spending before you get there. But we've got some fun stuff uh, on, on tap for the Scarefest, Scary Con, as we call it. Uh, but we're going to be there. And uh, if, I'm going to be um, shamelessly self-promoting with uh, some oh God, yeah. Friends with Benefits podcast merch. And uh, if you come up to us, if you find us at the show and uh, you recognize us, we will give you some. We'll have a ton of promo stuff to give away. We'll have... Uh, keychains and stickers and magnets and buttons and all kinds of crap. Wait, 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 wait. Yes? How do magnets work? I don't know. Consult the clowns. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Which is weird. Also, by the way, I've been, you know, I've been watching, uh, I took a little break, but I'm back to watching 1998 WWE. Uh, I'm, I'm watching 1998 Monday Night Raw. And we just, I just got, uh, I watched SummerSlam the other day. So I'm just after SummerSlam. Uh, and, and so it's right when Insane Clown Posse is like starting to make appearances. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh God, I, I hate them. Uh, but they were like, the oddities were super over. But the other thing that I noticed that was, uh, that I forgot was, uh, right after SummerSlam, which was like one of the biggest events that they ever had, like in the history of the company up until that point, it was oh. the one from Madison Square Garden where the main event was Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Uh, the Raw the next night and the week after that were preempted until Saturday for the U.S. Open. I forgot about that. So like they were they were like riding high off of this like crazy big event. And then, because I was looking, I was looking at it, and I was like, "Why are the dates like? Why is there no August thirty first Monday Night Raw? Why is why is it uh, September? It was like September fifth. I'm like, why? And I looked. I'm like, why is it on a Saturday? And I looked it up, and it was because it was U.S. Open tennis, and so they preempted <sighs> they preempted Monday Night Raw the night after SummerSlam '98 and the week after. And put them both on those Saturdays. And those shows sucked, by the way. Like, those shows were tragically bad. The main event for the first one, in case you were wondering, was Jeff Jarrett versus Too Cold Scorpio. Wasn't uh, the main event on the second one DX versus Kai and Ty? Yeah, it was a, it was a four-on-four DX versus Kai and Ty match. Like, it, those those Raws were awful. Like, they were they were tragically bad. And so, yeah, it was, it was, they were not strong, like no Austin, um, Undertaker and Kane only on the first one. Um, it was like, it, it was bad, like no Triple H on the the first one. Like it was really bad. Like they, they were just not strong. 
Um, it was one of them. Uh, the second one had like a 15 minute uh, too much versus Southern Justice tag team. Like they're just so bad. Like like that was that was what they ran as programming, and it was just not good. So. Uh, but I'm sure they still got like millions of watchers because WWE was so fucking hot then. Yeah, well, that was when it was worth watching. Like I would sit through uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Two Cold Scorpio at that time and not really complain about it. But now, yeah, let's not even talk about that. But we're talking about other stuff because it is, of course, spooky season. And Spooky season. I got you. Uh, <laughs> let's get sexy. All right. So uh, I get that reference. I, I get that one. I appreciate that. I know you do. That's why I did it. Uh, because I know that you get me and I like it. So now more than ever, there's a ton of horror content and seasonally appropriate content. Uh, side note, I watched for the first time in my life today, uh, speaking of Bruce Campbell, I watched Maniac Cop for the first time in my life today. Oh, so good. So uh, if you had that on your list, cross that off. Uh, because it's not on my list. I watched it. I, I had never seen it uh, until this very day. And today was the day. So, you know, between... You know, you have you have Shutter, the exclusive. I remember FearNet, by the way. Uh, I'm old enough to remember FearNet. Uh, and did you not go to the Joe Bob Q and A with us uh, in 2018? Yeah, I did. Ask yeah, because they still have the FearNet backdrop. Yeah, yeah. I was to ask me how much of it I remember, but uh, uh, I remember the FearNet backdrop. <laughs> I asked Joe Bob Briggs a question, and I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember what your question was, but I believe it was. I think I, I think I think you asked, "What does it feel like to have created a horror icon like Jason Voorhees?" <laughs> I think that was the question that you asked. Uh, I think I asked him about modern horror, like what some like modern horror stuff he liked was, and the one he mentioned was House of the Devil. And guess what's the only new new ish quote unquote movie he did on the first season of uh, the last drive-in was, I bet you it was that one. It sure as fuck was. Hold on. I'm replying to this question in the, in the chat. Get pride. If we don't laugh, why can't I, So, yeah, I asked Joe Bob that, and I believe friend or partner on the network, Obi John, got to ask two questions, if that tells you how few people even showed up to this, Uh, which was, honestly, it was kind of cool. Like, they had a media section, so, you know, when we went in, we were respectful, we sat back there, and then, like, the guy was just like, no, no, just, just move on up, move on up. So we were like second row for a Joe Bob Briggs Q&A, which is insane because there were only like 25 people in there. And then in at the beginning of 2020, before everything went to hell, um, you know, there was a spot where like 400 people went to go see him speak. And 
Yeah, it, I mean, it was just weird seeing how popular he'd gotten over the past two years. Yeah, and you know, we—I I still love that picture that we have of us sitting, and he's telling us a story because we were all in line, and we were like, "We got to come up with a funny, like, memorable picture." And that was what. T- just tell us a story, and I can't even remember the story he told us, but. It was fun. Made for a fun. No color. idea. Because we walked I still just over. Remember the look, the look on his face when I was asking him, like when I was laying out the idea to him, I was like, yeah. "All right, so we're just gonna like sit on the floor, and <laughs> you know, can you just act like you're telling us a story?" He's like, "Yeah, I can act like I'm telling." And then he actually starts telling us. Yeah. One, so we just like we take the picture, and then we realize he's still going. So we all just continue to just sit on the yeah. ground. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, Not at all. Sorry, I uh, lost my train of thought for a second. I got I got distracted. Um, um, so with let's get God damn it! I'm having right? stupid. Let's get sexy yes. things stuck in my head. Yes. Uh, so we uh, with with Fearnet, uh, R.I.P. Fearnet, Shutter, uh, Netflix, and Hulu, and all these other streaming services. Um, AMC, like everybody's starting up like their their Halloween programming and stuff. There's a ton of spooky content out there, scurry oh, yeah. content, and it can be hard to know what's worth watching, what's not worth watching, and it's surprising to know maybe what we haven't seen or maybe like what we have seen to be able to offer suggestions because I consider um you to be like you know kind of the, the the stuff that i like and so i i went when you say hey man you should watch this like i trust your recommendations i trust your insight on it because for a long time you know when we watch a movie if if you and i are it's like a convention or it's something where um you know we're watching a movie or we're doing whatever like with with one exception uh, we are usually right on the same page for movies. We we still disagree on Clown House, but other than that, uh, dude, Clown House is hot shit. It is bad. Somebody on on uh, YouTube, by the way, uh, somebody made a, an edit. There's like there's a fan edit that is actually much much better than the original movie, um, but it's still pretty shit. Uh, I say Clown House is a joke because that movie's awful uh everything about it should be lost to time but unfortunately it it will never be uh for not good reasons but we we're we're very much on the same wavelength uh as with horror like what we like and and how we feel about certain movies and most movies so uh um, whenever we get a chance and we can do one of these, I love it because we're going to do a few rounds of horror season. Recommend me. Yay. And I love it. I mean, this goes back to God. 2015 is when you and I have initially started doing this. 
It's been it's been a minute. Like the the show originated, like we started podcasting in 2015, and we've been doing it since year one. Like we've been this has been a recurring bit since uh, since year one. So it's it's a fun one, and I love it. And I've got. I've got several things on here. I put I put a lot of work into this. And I know at least one of them I I'm pretty sure that at least one of them you have seen, but I want you to watch it again. And like pay like real good attention. And so um I've got I've got a handful. I don't know what your what your recommend me roster looks like oh so much porn oh good you know what i like i actually had a movie on my list up until today uh but i took it uh, up until like late this afternoon but i removed it um it had a lot like it's just it's it's good but it's just it's a bit too weird i don't know if you would like it and I didn't want to risk. Okay, well, text me the title. I didn't want to re- risk my reputation on um, if you didn't like it, and you came back and you were like, "It's shit." Uh, but this yeah. is shitty. Sorry, that, that's me. The rest of the show now. You might as well just call this episode "Clap, Clap, 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 Clap." <laughs> I'm not going to use the emojis though because I hate when people do that shit. Oh God. Uh, I'm not, I refuse to, I refuse to use those. Uh, but I'll go ahead and I'll start. Um, I'll get the one out of the way that I, I'm pretty sure I, I know you've seen, but I want you to watch it again for, and I'm like, really watch it and, okay. and like, watch it with like a, um, watch it with a like a an eye for detail about like how good it really is okay and uh swear to god if you say clown house no i I promise it's not clown house my 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 all right um to gear up for the new series coming out i really want to recommend to you and to everybody else to go back and watch with a good eye for detail and like really like don't play on your phone, don't have your laptop open, don't do anything else with it. Just watch and appreciate how good Child's Play 2 is. <laughs> do, you, do you remember us talking about Child's Play 2 recently? Uh, vaguely. I, I don't think it was on the show. Uh, for former roommate and dear friend of the show, Kyle, uh, he and I, it was just one Saturday night. No one was doing anything. And like we were talking, he's like, you want to get drunk and watch some child's play movies tonight? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I do. So I remember one and I remember three. I like, I think two was like peak drunk <laughs> and I know we watched it, but I have no recollection. Like, and I've only right. seen it a couple times. All right. So it's, it's fantastic. Uh, it is. It is a rare. You're going to hear me say this one more time tonight, but it is a rare horror 
sequel that is as close to on par with the original as you can get. Okay. Uh, it's so good. And you're, you're in luck right now because between uh sci-fi channel and USA, like they're playing child's play movies like 24 seven. Uh, so if you don't have the D the, the Blu-ray set, that's amazing. Um, you can catch it in the wild, which is also really fun. Uh, but Child's Play 2, just the, even just for the ending sequence alone, it's, you, you like to use that phrase better than it has any right to be. And by all accounts, Child's Play 2 should be a fairly forgettable, meh at best horror sequel. And it is, it is so good. Like it is a genuinely good horror movie. Okay. And uh, so if if you've never watched it, like with full attention, like you know, without without having uh, you know your phone doing something on your phone or like texting or whatever, like if you actually like sit and watch the movie, like it is it is really, it is, is good. Like it's, it's good. Uh, it's, it's so good. Are you ready for this? Uh, sure. it's so good that if you go and you watch the Ebert and uh, the Siskel and Ebert review, Ebert is actually like, it's a really well-made scary movie, which if you know anything Ooh. about eighties horror movies and Roger Ebert, like he trashed just about all of them. And Child's Play 2 was a rare one where he actually gave it compliments. So uh, Siskel hated it uh, because he doesn't like children in peril. But, you know, whatever. Um, I won't speak ill of the dead. But, um, yeah, Child's Play 2, go out of your way to watch it leading up to the Chucky series. Okay. I've been wanting to go back and revisit probably the original trilogy. So, uh, might do that. Might, or might just have to do that. So my first one is again, something I think you may have seen. If not, I know you've seen movies by this director and I for sure know you've at least seen stuff that he's written. If you haven't seen any of stuff he's directed, uh, it's, <laughs> you know, normally you hear things like, well, it's the fifth one in the series. Oh, dear. And that's not a good sign. Any Anyone who likes uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, keep that in mind, because that movie is trash. All the movies um, in the world can't save it. But it's actually my favorite one in the series. It's by Christopher Landon. You know who the director is? He's done Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, the two Happy oh, Death yeah. Day movies. He just did that, that freaky movie. Um, it's actually not the first, but it's one of the first things he's directed. He's He wrote two, three, and four, but then he directed Paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Okay. And... Uh, it really is my favorite one in the entire series. I, I like the direction it goes in, and I honestly kind of like 
enjoy how it wraps back into the other the other movies as well, but um you know, it's honestly kind of lighthearted and not as seriously toned as the rest of them are. So it was, and I think that's kind of what the movies needed, which was if you have these cameras on all the time, you're not going to have these people freaking out all the time. You're going to have some point where they're just, you know, someone sitting in a room, this doesn't happen in the movie, but someone's sitting in a room and farts and people laugh. Like yeah. you're going to have that kind of moment. Not everything is going to be, like in your face, you know, all that. And I just, you know, it, they tie it back into the occult really well. There's, there's just so much cool shit in that movie. And I know a lot of people shit on it and didn't enjoy it. They were like, and it does, you know, the, the really weird thing where it's like, there's paranormal activity, there's paranormal activity two, three, and four. Then there's the marked ones. And then there's paranormal activity five. Like, no, that's not how this works. No, no, no. I, uh, I, paranormal activity, here's, here's my roller coaster of emotions with that series is the first one, incredible. Love, okay. love it. Second one, most interesting character is the pool cleaner, the pool skimmer. That keeps, You're not wrong. that keeps falling back in and like they keep having to pull the damn thing out and like it's it's hilarious like every day it's like i would always be like thank thank goodness the day is over so we we're that much closer to figuring out what's going on with the pool cleaner um and then after that they all kind of like the ones i've seen i know there's one with like the connect dots like a like a the infrared That's three. like and and i vaguely remember seeing no, four? that one see like yeah i don't even know and at some point i just gave up because i was like i just can't with this uh so there's a ton of them i haven't seen i don't know how many there are but i think i've only seen the first two and then whatever one that one's in and i don't i don't remember that one at all uh so i know i don't think i've ever seen the marked ones. Well worth your time. I think it's pretty short. Let me pull up letterbox. Yes. You know, my attention span. 84 minutes. Oh, I can do that. And I think that includes credits. Oh, good. That's like 78, 79. That's like walking tall, starring the rock short. That movie's like (laughs) six. that, That movie's like 68. Or 71 minutes. Like, that one's, like, really short. I watched uh, Lights Out. You ever seen that? Uh, no. I have not seen it. I've seen, like, the option. The short film it's based off of? Yeah. Um, but I've not I've not seen, like, the, the actual, like, movie movie. Uh, 81 minutes, including credits. It's, like, 76 minutes long. Uh, my friend Will and I watched it, and honestly, like we were talking about it the next day, and I feel like being ten minutes longer would have helped the movie. Uh, I very rarely say that. Uh. <laughs> you know what this movie needs to be longer? No, not usually words that I say, but uh, sometimes. No, I get that though. Like sometimes you're like, man, I wish they would have added like a couple scenes. 
like I would, uh, as long as the movie is like, I would, I would be okay with it if Jaws was like ten minutes longer. Okay. Like adding in some stuff from Jaws, like I would be okay with that. How do you feel about Jaws? I like Jaws. I've literally only seen Jaws once in my life. What? And the craziest part, the yeah, the craziest part to you, that was in 2017. Wow. That was literally that was a year after. I went to go see Jaws, like watching Jaws in a lake on an inner tube. Because I did that in 2016. Yeah, yeah, did that in 2016 uh, where there was a a lake in Tennessee that did where you could go and like you pay, you, you buy the ticket and the ticket comes with, they give you an inner tube and then you go out into the lake and they have, they have, they show Jaws on like the big projector screen. Dude, it was so much fun. Like it was like the apex of watching Jaws. Um, like I, I don't, I don't like I, I, I still watch it, but like I don't need to watch it ever again because I, like I've literally watched it on the water, which is the best way to watch it. But the reason I ask is if you're a fan of Jaws, I've got another recommendation for you. Okay, and it's on. I want to say it's on Tubi, maybe. I know okay. for I know for a fact it's on YouTube, but the quality is as expected. I think it's it's free to stream on Tubi, but there's a movie from like right after Jaws came out, there were a million Jaws ripoffs, right? There was like Piranha and Orca and Piranha Two, and you know just a shit ton of these movies that were like something in the water is killing people and you know, blah, blah, blah. But there's one that takes that formula of killer animal and is, is a little bit above all the rest of them. And if you like jaws, you'll at least, you'll have a lot of fun with from the seventies, again, from the seventies, Grizzly. Have you have you heard of Grizzly? Oh yeah, I've heard of Grizzly. I've never seen it, but I've oh, heard of it. it is it is it, the the thing that makes it different is that it doesn't take itself too seriously uh, because, like, literally, the plot is an eighteen foot tall bear is is killing people. And, into it, and so you're like so fucking into that, and so it's like it follows like there there are groups of like people who are in this this park and they're going camping and there's like a certain part of the the trail where it's like nobody ever goes up there because that's where grizzly that's where the big bear is and uh, it's it it follows the Jaws plot pretty pretty right on but it's a lot of fun the uh the rangers like the park rangers are pretty fun and the characters are actually like worth something so like it's a decent mm-hmm. watch it's fun it, it the, the runtime goes by in a in a hurry uh like it's got a really quick pace to it so it's not boring at all um but it's like one of those that like the 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 killer animal phase that hit right after jaws became a blockbuster 
it's one of the few that's like actually it's like that one and the original piranha the roger corman piranha those are like the only ones that are really like worth anything um but grizzly is so much they made a second one nowhere near as good but grizzly the original grizzly fantastic and i think you would you would have fun with it i think is is like the the what i would say is like you would you you'd get it like you would enjoy you would enjoy it for what it is i will like i will add that to the list and yeah i think and I, I, we, we've talked about this like i've gotten like weirdly into tubi lately which makes no sense because it's an app that like has commercials but like yeah. You know, if I'm like laying down to watch TV, it's like, oh, well, you know, oh, I have Shutter, Hulu, Hulu that I pay for no ads for, <laughs> and uh, oh, well, here's Tubi. I'll see what I can do and have 20 minute or uh, commercials every 25 minutes. Well, they they just have such a weird eclectic mix of things. Like you go through the movie list of of Tubi. Like I went through the horror section, and I'm like, there's not a lot that's like they they have a lot, but it's not a lot yeah. that's good. Like, there's a lot of crap, but there's, like, four things that are worth watching. But it's, like, it, half the fun is just scrolling through the titles, and you're like, why Why is anybody wasting bandwidth on five-headed shark attack? Like, what, 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 the, <laughs> like, what the shit are we doing here? Uh, I, I've gambled on a couple and found a few that were, like, watchable. Don't ask me what the titles were, because no. I sure as shit can't remember. No, they're, they're yeah, it's not worth... Uh, most of them, yeah. There, there, there's like if you find something worth watching on Tubi, especially in the horror section, like you feel like you've won like an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> uh, off topic, if you have Tubi and enjoy professional wrestling, but more the story side of it, they have Lucha Underground. Oh my gosh! Uh, until you realize like how shitty of a company they yeah, ended up how with. shitty of a company and how god awful their roster is yeah but that's neither here nor there no. so you and i are fans of anthology movies yes there are a lot of specific halloween horror anthology movies of varying quality there are things on the trick-or-treat side mm-hmm and the All Hallows Eve, the first one side. Yeah, just the first one. And then there's stuff like, and I can't believe I'm the only person that fucking hates this movie. Like Tales of Halloween. Oh, almost everyone yeah. I know loves that fucking movie, and I, I, I don't get it. No, it's, it's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan. Like we've talked about it. It's, it's not. I think I've watched it once and I don't ever intend to watch it again. Like I don't need to watch it again ever. Um, there's one I found on Hulu that was, uh, recommended to me by my friend, John, because he thought I was, uh, he thought I was talking about this movie when I was talking to him about trick or treat and he'd never seen it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, no, no, it's on Hulu. I was like, Trick or Treat's not streaming anywhere. No. So uh, he went and, like, he really wanted to prove me wrong. And he's like, no, this is what I was talking about. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'll give it a shot. 
it's lower budget, but again, like it's fun. And it, it, again, in your wheelhouse, 79 minutes. Oh, you know me so well. It's called the terror of Hallow's Eve. Ooh, never even heard of it, but I'm looking it up now. Yeah. 2017. All right. I found it. Okay. I'm in. I'm into this. Uh, it's there's nothing there that's going to blow you away, but it's also one of those things where it's like, hey, instead of watching something you've seen 800 times and moderately enjoy, take 80 minutes and gamble on this thing that you will also moderately enjoy. Like, <laughs> it's it's not going to be on your top 10 list of the year. It's not going to be on your like, oh, this is the best movie I watched during the Halloween season. But it's not something you're going to hate, and it's not something you're going to feel like you wasted your time on. Okay. Well, I am. Uh, it is now. Uh, it has. It has been added to my list. So uh, by the end of the week, I will be giving you a a at least two sentence review because I'm going to make sure that I watch it. Yeah, and I'm excited to hear what your two sentence review is. Good, good. I like it. No, you know I love the anthology stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, okay, we're going to talk about classics one more time. All right, what you got for me? How do you feel about, and there's a lot of people who their opinions of you might change depending on how you answer this question. Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. How do you feel about it? Love it. Good, good. One of my top five movies of all time. Not as good as the remake. Oh, God. Where's the... Yeah, there's no fucking boo sound effect. I need a boo sound effect. (laughs) so bad. You know I'm fucking with you. Yeah, that that pointless Vince Vaughn... uh, and Hache remake. Is it that, Gus Van Sant that yeah, directed it? Yeah. That, okay. Like a 99% shot for shot remake. Like what a useless. It's just like that Cabin Fever remake that like, what's the point? But. <sighs> uh, psycho masterpiece, right? Absolutely. Like, certifiable masterpiece like there are still movies to this day that rip off things that psycho did uh but when was the last time that you watched psycho 2 never really well i have i've never seen any of the psycho sequels well uh forget about 3 forget about the god awful made for showtime TV only movie four. Forget about those. But Psycho 2, in the same way that Aliens is to Alien, this uh, Psycho 2 is to Psycho. And where and by that I mean it is in the same universe, but it takes a very different approach to that universe, but is also very successful. And it's a very worthwhile and fun movie to watch. 
Okay. And you know, like, someone else was talking to me about them, and I've really actually kind of wanted to check out the Psycho sequels lately. So uh, maybe I'll stop it, too, though, from how you make it sound. It's kind of the way people talk about Alien 3. So. Yeah, uh, Psycho 2 is is fantastic and fun. Psycho 3, by the time you get to it, you're like, all right, uh, are we really still do like, it, it's, it, like it, it's boring. And Psycho 4 is a weird sequel that's a prequel that doesn't really work. Uh, Mick Garris uh, directed it for Showtime. And it's it's, uh, very mediocre at best. And the third one is just kind of a like very jaws 3 like i get it nuts and bolts it's pretty much like i know where we're going with this and i don't really see the point but psycho 2 is a fun a fun movie that adds to the norman bates mythology and lore and does it in a way that is fun and doesn't take away from the original So I highly recommend it. Okay. I'm actually like writing these down. So good. I didn't need to write child. I did not need to write down child's play too. So <laughs> it's, it's like, it's unfair that uh, like, it, it's, it's just like, wow. Like they actually like tried and made a good sequel. On both of them, like wow, they and the 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 thing about Psycho Two is that uh, it's it's you know so far after it's one of those rare. Uh, it was made in 1983, and the first one was of course 1960. So you're talking over 20 years later. Wow. And, you know, normally that's like the kiss of death for a movie, you know, like a sequel after so many years. You're like, it's so bad. Like, there's so much time that has passed. There's no way it could be that good. But it's actually really, really good. That's fucking awesome. I'm definitely going to give it a go. Like, I almost, uh, to put it into perspective how much I've wanted to watch a Psycho sequel. Um, I was looking at, I pre-ordered the Krampus director's cut that's coming out on 4K slash Blu-ray. yeah, that's right. And so I was looking at, uh, and to get free shipping on Shout Factory, it had to be 50 or above, and the movie was only, you know, mid-30s. So I went to like Amazon and it was trending for 40 on Amazon. And I was like, well, this I'm guaranteed to get the slipcase. I'm guaranteed to get the poster. Like I'd, I'd rather get it cheaper on this site, but buy something else to go with it. And I actually almost bought psycho two as my second one. You would not have been disappointed, but, uh, it was, all of them were streaming, 
somewhere. I don't know if it was Peacock or somewhere else, but they were all streaming somewhere. Um, they're not terribly hard to find. Maybe it was Prime. Um, but they all should be street. Like the sequels should be streaming somewhere. Um, but yeah, very, very, like, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Oh, I don't think I will either. I don't think I will either. And if you don't want to be disappointed, I have something else for you that's up your alley runtime wise. Yes. Going to make it, uh, well, I guess it's kind of up your alley, uh, that way, but let me, cause it's a series. Oh, okay. And it's a limited one. So you don't even have to worry about a season two. Yes. Uh, I'm two episodes in absolutely loving it. It's, um, Mike Flanagan, the guy who did haunting of Hill house, haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. I think he did yeah, yeah. like hush. And did he do, did he do this? I can't remember. Did he? He did, and he yeah, he directed Oculus. Yeah, I was gonna say that WWE films horror movie that didn't star Kane. Yeah, but it's so good. It is. It is my second favorite WWE. It's it's in my top three WWE films. Um, it's never gonna beat The Condemned. I'm sorry. No. The Condemned. No is judgment. Just, is just too good. Um, but the show is called Midnight Mass. Okay. A uh, small fisher, like fisher, fisherman's island thing. Like I think they say there are only like 140 people on the island. Uh, guy gets out of prison. He was a drunk driver. That to spoil the first minute and a half of the show for you, guy gets sent to prison for uh, five years because he killed people in a drunk driving accident. Oh, okay. So goes home and. Uh, you know, I like even the first episode's so good. I don't want to like talk about the characters or anything like that because I don't want anything to be fucking ruined because it's well worth your time to sit down and watch it. And like I said, I'm only two episodes in, and I'm recommending it to you for the for a watch for the month of October. That's that's high praise. That's a solid testimonial. All right, I'm going to write that one down. All right. Let's see. Uh, all right. I've got one more movie, and then I've got a something else. So I'll do this. I'll do this one real quick. Uh, so before he was in, and I'm not going to go where you think I'm going to go with this, but okay. Uh, before he was in the Naked Gun, as a supporting character, he was the uh, the chief, the captain, um, George Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in you know lots of other things. He was actually a very uh, much like Leslie Nielsen. He was he was more of a serious actor, uh, but he also slummed it. And uh, did a couple low-budget horror movies. Uh, I know that you're a Friday the 13th series fan like me. I am. And so George Kennedy was in a movie called Just Before Dawn. 
that is Sounds familiar. That is one of the best like camping out in nature in the woods uh scary movies. Fantastic. Very, very good. Uh suspenseful and not like jump scare suspenseful. because uh, you know, that was before the mad rush of everybody just doing nothing but jump scares. Like it was real, like it builds tension and it's a good, well-made low budget movie. Uh, some of the, like whoever did the cinematography on it, uh, got like did a great job because they, they get, they have a lot of really beautiful shots and it sets the scene very well. So, uh, just before dawn is what it's called. Definitely worth watching. Awesome. You would love. I it. actually literally just screenshot the picture of it so I can make sure to watch it. That's what I've actually been doing is looking up and screenshotting. It just sounds less lazy if I uh, say I'm making a list. <laughs> that's that's fair. So I got I got a couple more for you. I got a couple more, and I figured, um, I knew you were going to handle the, like, the nostalgic era, like, 70s, 80s, all that sort of stuff, so that's why I've been pushing a lot of, like, new stuff on you. I'm I'm good with that. And this one isn't so new, but I, I think it, again, it might be something you've seen, and if it's something we've talked about, then I've got to back up, but, and I have a question for you. Okay. Kind of, kind of how you did about Psycho. How do you feel about the original Black Christmas? Uh, the more I, like, the first time I watched it, I, I thought it was a little boring, but the, when I watched it again, I had a much better appreciation for it. Okay. So, Have you ever seen the 06 remake? I, bits and pieces, but not all the way through. Watch it. Um, you know, it, it catches a lot of flack because it came out in that, like, the whole, like, slasher remake, slasher blah, blah, blah thing, but, um, like, no, seriously, go back and watch it. It's a really good remake. It's a ton of fun. Um, and, you know, it has one of your favorite things in the world in it. What's that? Boobs. Oh, you know, you know <laughs> the way to get a thumbs up from me. And hold on, let me let me check this. Let me check this. Okay. Let me just because uh, uh, you know I think I'm I'm thinking I'm treating you pretty well. So right. what? No, so. not not Christmas, not Christmas vacation. No, that is also a good movie though. But we're not going to watch that this season. That's next season. Mm-hmm. Eighty-four minutes. Oh, see, man, like, you know, you know how to win me over. You know that uh, that's in my wheelhouse. Uh, I uh-huh. Very rarely am I super into really long movies. So if it's if it's 90 minutes or less, I'm much more easily convinced to give it a whirl. So I'm 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 for it. I'm for that remake. All right. Good. Good. All right. good. Uh, I've got one more thing. 
Okay. It's not a movie. It's not a TV show. It's not a video game. It's not a book. It's something else. And you know this. Okay. You know this is rare for me because I don't like putting over other podcasts unless I really, really mean it. I I much prefer starting fights with other podcasts rather than um you know being nice to them. So uh but there is a podcast that I think if you've never heard it you would love it. And because what it is is it's people and they read out like they tell their own real life scary or just emotionally upsetting things that have happened to them in their lives, like a scary incident or like something they can't explain or whatever it happens to be. And it is hosted by rain Wilson from the office. What the fuck? So if you've never been able to hear episodes of the podcast Radio Rental, basically what it is is it's themed like there's a guy and it's Rain Wilson playing this character uh who runs a like an old VHS rental store. And so you like the the first episode is like you go into this store and it's like a bunch of scary movies and stuff, but then he's got like this box of tapes that are like the real scary stories, like the real scary tapes. And when they put one in, it's somebody telling a story of something that actually happened to them, but they're telling it like in there. It's not like they write it out and then someone else reads it. Like they're, they're reading out like this happened to me. And so like they, they do a great job of like, you know, the proper, you know, infliction and the proper storytelling in a way that, you know, tells the story because they lived it. So, um, yeah, radio rental, there's like two seasons worth. They're they're about to come back for more. Um, there aren't that many episodes right now, but each, each episode has like two or sometimes three stories in it. And it's really, really good. Because it's people, because there are a bunch where like people will submit stories and then someone like the same person reads them out. And usually those are, those are okay, but there's something different about like you tell a story that happened to you, like, you know how to tell it. And it's really, really good. Uh, each story is like 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. So like they're easy to get through. Um, but there's a few of them that are like really, really unsettling that will like, that will stick with you. Um, but yeah, really, really good. If you've never listened to it, when you're not listening to this show, listen to a couple of those episodes. But mostly just keep listening to us. Yes. Yes. Um, so the final thing I have for you is also, it's not a, movie or a show uh, or a podcast or a game. Ooh. It is a book. All right. 
It's the new Grady Hendrix, uh, author of Horror Store. I think she did My Best Friend's Exorcism. Okay. Um, or he? I'm not really sure if Grady Hendrix is a what gender they are. Um, but this one is called The Final Girl Support Group. Which uh, basically is exactly what it sounds like. Basically an AA group for final girls that have survived slashers and like mass murders and that sort of thing. Like it's a world where final girls are real and they exist and everything that goes along with all that and how that makes you feel. And uh, it, it has, it's good in the sense that like everything I expected to happen didn't. So I felt like I was surprised and very entertained. Okay. Um, and there are so many, like, there. I don't even want to tell you all of the references because I just want you to either uh, read the book, listen to the audio book, um, because there's just so much hidden shit in there that's so fucking good. And like an eagle-eyed, in my case, I listened to it and it was, uh, oh shit, who read this, who read this, who read this, who read this? God, I wish there was a way to get to the fucking information on title details. There we go. Uh, it's Adrian King. Yeah, which uh, I was going to say, I have it up on uh, Amazon, and uh, first of all, author is a he, but um, okay. uh, yeah, narrate, the audiobook narrated by Adrian King from the original Friday the 13th, which is fantastic. Like, that's awesome. I'm a fan of that. I figured I would hook you just with the um, reader alone, so... Yeah, um, 100%. So, yeah, in... (laughs) In... And, um... Let's see, yeah, if I can can get the... uh, um, I'm going to see if I can get the uh, audio version because I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of books, but I don't always have time to read. But audio stuff I can do like in the car and stuff, and that that helps. Buddy, I am so there with you. And I guess it also looks like she just started a Friday the Thirteenth, or she was in a Friday the Thirteenth fan film. By Womp Stomp? They had another one come out? They had uh, Never Hike in the Snow, and which was the sequel to Never Hike Alone. Did they do another one? Yeah, this is called Jason Rising. But now it says Red Red Crow Film. I don't know. I don't uh, really, I, I, I just want to kind of like look forward and see how the quality looks. If it doesn't look like shit, I might devote some time to it. Yeah. Oh, hey, this doesn't look like shit. I like that. I guess I know what I'm watching when we're done. <laughs> then maybe you can recommend it to me and tell me if it's worth watching. <laughs> I like. You know it. I will. I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, this is. I love recommend me stuff because it's always so good. Yeah. And also, and and you know, we both benefit because we get some stuff that we haven't seen, and then hopefully someone out there listening benefits because they get a ton of stuff that they haven't seen. 
Uh, so watch everything that we've, or listen to everything that we've suggested except for Clown House. And you'll be okay. <laughs> Never, ever, ever watch Clown House. Don't watch it. Don't do okay. it. Okay. Well, that person in the chat is safe from yeah. their number being given out because that was Left. a good joke. Do you want to read it or do you want Left. me to? Go ahead. Please, please read the joke. Okay. For his birthday, an old man's nephew secretly hired a call girl for him. When he answers the door, she's standing there in a slinky black dress. She says, I'm here to give you super sex. After thinking for a minute, the old man replies, I guess I'll have the soup. <laughs> See, it got a laugh out of it. Like it did. It got a laugh. When so it was posted. Dumb. Like, I mean, that's what I was chuckling at a minute ago. It was, it's good. It's, 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 that, that is, that is prize worthy. So, um, uh, we'll have some, uh, branded merch, some promo items that will go out, um, as a reward for that. See, we like, yes, we will. We like to laugh. It's okay. Like we, we, we like to laugh and, uh, but, Man, so now that we've got some stuff recommended to each other, I think next week will be a good week where we can, uh, if we can get our, because it'll be October by then, it'll officially be into October, and we can reveal our, what we're watching for the month of, for Halloween spooky season, we can reveal it to each other and to everybody what's on our must-watch lists for this season this year god i'm so excited for that like because <laughs> we kind of talked about our process um last week of uh how long it takes us to plan which is not very yeah not not very. so it's even better to know that next week's show is already done yeah It's, so. it's, it's good. Also now we have, you know, the, the last, we, we have a few more days to fully finalize what we're going to be watching, what we're going to be, you know, taking in this year, because every year, you know, I try and do a little bit, it's, it's a little bit different. There's like the, the pillars that are, you know, every year, but every year there's a lot of wiggle room for other stuff. And especially cause there's always like, and I won't, I won't give away too much, but like there's always special circumstances for certain movies or shows or whatever that just make it required viewing that year for one reason or another. And this year there's a lot. So, uh, yep. there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of extenuating circumstances that will make for, a really fun list this year. It's been fun compiling like what I want to watch at certain times. Um, this year is going to be one of the more in depth years that I've, I've put stuff together. So it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Uh, we're also going to be able to start next week revealing some tricks and treats that we've got for everybody. Uh, so that'll be good. So we're going to have a lot of uh, audience interaction and I don't know if you know this or not, but starting, I believe it's 
is it Friday already? Yeah, Friday, which is the first of October. Every October we run a we we run a a show contest promotion glutton for punishment post <laughs> where we put up a post on the Facebook page facebook.com slash tn2mpodnet where we have a certain amount of of shares, comments, reactions because many years ago we made a uh, a a not great fan film of our own. It's like it's like almost an hour. Like it's it's a not feature length, but like it's pretty. It's 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 got some length to it. Uh, some girth too. Uh, it is. Yep, you heard me. Uh, and it's very veiny. Uh, it is Michael Myers <laughs> versus the Ghostbusters. Uh, and every year we post the title card and say if it gets so many uh, likes, comments, shares, whatever, then we'll post the whole thing. Up until this point, we have never gotten that. We have never attained the numbers to release the whole thing. So I don't know if 2021 will be the year where we finally do it or not. I don't know, but we're going to try it. Shared on... uh all your social medias shared yeah. on all of them. Yep. So if you want to see this movie, if you want to be subjected to this god awful piece of crap that was made in 2003, uh, it's fun. Like it's 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 stupid. It's not good, but it's fun. Uh, it's not good, but there's a lot of it. So uh, we'll have details on that on Friday. Uh, also, you know the best way to support the show. Give us uh, likes, uh, comments. You can subscribe to the show, uh, share it with somebody, uh, all of that good stuff. You know, uh, buy something from the Redbubble store. Uh, there's, if you show up to a convention, like if you show up to the Scarefest wearing one of our shirts, the amount of prizes you're going to get is ridiculous. I'm just throwing that oh, out there. Oh God, yeah. Um, but it's it's you know pinned or at least linked on every one of our social medias, which is TN2M Podnet on everything. Uh, you know we keep our prices low so that you uh, you don't pay. It's like twenty dollars for a for a baseball tee, like nineteen dollars for a t-shirt. Like it's prices are cheap. We 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 keep the margins low so that it makes it more affordable for you and all that money gets folded right back into, you know, our hosting costs and then, you know, prizes and all the stuff that we can do, uh, tickets to these, these conventions and stuff where we can go and do more stuff. So it just helps us grow. Uh, so likes, shares, any of those purchases, all that stuff helps us immensely. Immensely. It's my big word for the day. (sighs) Uh, and when you are going to be sharing, liking, posting about, and all that for uh, the Michael Myers versus the Ghostbusters video on your social medias, make sure you use that hashtag FWB Podcast. That's the way to do it, my friends. I'm already excited about next week's show. Man, it's going to be already fun. excited. It's, it's one of my favorites in the year because it's just it's a ton of fun. Uh, we, 
we have we have a lot of fun with it uh and if you liked uh the, the this one was more of uh, uh the hard like like the not not the mainstream stuff this one was more of like a a more like hidden gem kind of thing next week is going to be a lot more mainstream a lot more um you know a lot more topical like that uh for stuff to watch it is it is and you know there'll be crowd interaction if anyone wants to jump in and talk to us about what they're going to be watching feel free and until then my friends stay safe stay happy keep doing what you're doing and always remember, always remember, we're here for variety. Thank you for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>